Hey everyone, welcome back to Words for the Weary podcast, where we discuss books in the Bible to enlighten, encourage, and equip the weary soul. It is Kim and I back today, continuing to cover the book, Bring on the Merry, 25 Days of Great Joy for Christmas by Candace Cameron Bure. And Kim pointed out to me this week that she saw a commercial for a Hallmark movie that Candace was talking, and apparently I've been saying her last name wrong. So, Candace, if you ever listen to this, I apologize for the last three episodes saying <laughs> Candace Cameron Burr, because apparently it's Candace Cameron Bure. <laughs> so now we got it right. But we're going to go ahead and jump into the devotionals for days 16 through 20. And just a reminder, this is a mindful moment episode that we're doing. It's going to be short and sweet and hopefully just kind of give you a little encouragement to go about your day as we're looking at an Advent style devotional this time around. So Kim's going to start us off with which devotional from this week stood out to her the most. This week's devotional that stood out to me is called Comparison. Candace talks about how we shouldn't compare ourselves to others. It is okay if our decorations are store-bought and if our neighbors might decorate their house with homemade garland, snowflakes, and hand-lettered signs. On page 142, she says, Christmas can easily prey on our insecurities, reminding us of things or relationships or skills we wish we had. And personally for me, this is something I believe that we do from a young age, which is comparison. And I've been doing it since I was a child, and it's a battle that I have to deal with and struggle with quite often. That's why I like Day 19's devotional called Comparison so much. Right after Thanksgiving is a time where I really struggled with comparison. All the Black Friday deals were happening, and my thinking was, what's on sale? What deals can I get? What gifts can I get my family and my friends? And and what stuff can I buy for my house? When in reality, the whole house is full of stuff. My kids don't need any more things, any more toys, and my friends will still love me no matter what I buy. Every time I'd get distracted after Thanksgiving on the Black Friday deals, I would just have to remind myself that I didn't need more stuff, and I didn't need to spend any more money, and I would keep busy. I worked on my bedroom, and I got rid of a lot of clothing, and then I donated those to our homeless ministry at our church, and I also helped that my phone had died, and so I really didn't have internet on my phone to distract me and and show me all the wonderful deals that Amazon was having or whoever was selling stuff to me at that time. So I just know that the comparison struggle is really real. And it's not just for for women because our children, they want to know what's the newest device that they can buy. And it also, you know, what tools are on sale for men. It's all, it's everybody at this time of the year around the holidays, it's all about comparison. And so I really liked what she encouraged us with. And she goes on to say, We believe the lies that we need more money, better relationships, and more gifts, and more beautiful decorations to truly find joy in the holiday season. Candace points out one important thing. She says it's a lie. That's 100% true. But there is hope. At the end of page 142 and in the beginning of 143, she says, The Bible tells us that our worth is found not in what we do or what we have, but in who God says we are. He doesn't compare us to other people. In his eyes, we are all worthy of love. God loved us so much that he sent his son, Jesus, to free us from all the things that keep us from having a real relationship with God things like pride, selfishness, hatred, unforgiving, and unkindness. 
Candace then points us to Romans 3.23, which reads, All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And I really liked how she brings us to our, brings this to our attention, that we are sinners and we can't do life on our own. She says, We are created by God who loves us and died for us in spite of our sin. His love extends to us in our darkest moments and in the moments where we truly shine. At the end of the devotional, Candace encourages the readers to say, Don't be distracted by the temptations to compare yourself to others or to feel like you have little or nothing to offer. Instead, embrace the freedom of living only for God. Lastly, she says, Often the cure for comparison is to remember two things. First, we have all sinned and fall short of God's glory. And second, you were created magnificently by a God who loves you. And so I really like this devotional. And then on the next couple pages, she encourages the readers to reflect and respond on how the words communicate God's love for you. And she had scriptures to go along to reflect how God loves you. And they were Psalm 139, 1-3, Psalm 139, 7-10, and the last one was Psalm 139, 13 through 16. And so I just really like this. I like that she gave us the message of the gospel, which is we need Jesus during this holiday time. He is the one that's important to us, not the things of this world. Those things will be gone when we go and get a reward in heaven. The things that she encourages us with is to keep our eyes on Christ. I agree, Kim. That devotional was probably my second favorite one from this week. I also can easily get caught into the comparison trap. And part of the problem is that, yes, it is a lie that we start to feed into when we start making these comparisons. But the second part of the problem for me is how I can tend to treat other people around me when I start to believe that lie. I can often start to get frustrated with my husband or my kids and start thinking, if only I could get them to do fill in the blank, then our house would look like the ones on Instagram. I might mask my frustration at first by singing Taylor Swift's This Is Why We Can't Have Nice Things to them, but quickly that frustration can turn into bitterness, resentment, and anger. And if I'm not careful, I can start acting out those negative feelings. And I say all that because it brings me to my favorite devotional from this week's reading, which was day 17, and it's called Clothe Yourself. And within this devotional, Candace discusses how, yes, during the holiday season, we can be filled with love and happiness, but she says we can also have plenty of moments where we can be filled with angst, impatience, and bitterness. On page 128, she gives some examples like, there's disappointment with a loved one who bailed on me, irritation at the constant comparison game with my good-at-everything friend, like Kim just talked about here a minute ago, or a short temper with a family member. And so these were just a few of the examples that she gives, but then she goes on to challenge the reader in those moments where we would feel frustration to stop and think upon the question, how would Jesus respond to this person? And she references Colossians 3, 12 through 13. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive one another. If any of you has a grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you. And I have to admit that as I read that passage, I definitely felt challenged and convicted. When we think about the phrase, clothe yourselves, the immediate thought is thinking about how we make a choice every day in what we are going to clothe our physical bodies with. And in the same sense, every day as Christians, we have to make a choice as to what we are going to clothe our spiritual bodies with. 
And it has to be a daily practice. It can be really hard to do, but I think that's why we can't leave out the end of verse 13, which talks about just as Christ has forgiven you. Because when we operate from a place of humility, remembering that we all need Jesus's gentleness and patience with us, that we need him to bear with us and forgive us, then it makes it a lot easier to respond in a Christ-like manner in those moments where we might not want to at first. Candace ends this devotional so beautifully by saying, This Christmas, remember that you serve a Savior who loves you with compassion, humility, gentleness, and patience. He bears with you. He forgives you. Enjoy the sweetness and freedom that this love brings you, and then extend it to others. Allow love to be more than a temporary feeling of excitement. Let's demonstrate the love modeled for us by Jesus, a deep, sacrificial, grace-filled, transformative love. Her words of encouragement at the end really brought me a lot of peace. I felt like this devotional came at just the right time for me this week. To be completely transparent, I had been frustrated with my husband over the week over stuff that really we see on like silly sitcoms that we laugh about. But in the moment, those moments are not very funny, and I felt really frustrated. I didn't want to respond with gentleness. And like I said, this devotional and the passage in Colossians 3 stuck with me, so much so that I even wrote the scripture on my bathroom mirror because I need that daily reminder to check in with myself and see how am I clothing myself today, not just during the busy Christmas season, but every day, because I think that is how we can grow more and more into the image of Christ. We have this season of Christmas that is centered on Christ, but we can't stop there. We have to make him the center of our life each and every day, and we do that by choosing to become like him. And I think choosing to meditate on verses like this can help us to do that. And so that was my favorite devotional from this week. It really just came at a time that I really needed it and was a great reminder to me to respond with gentleness and love, even at times when I might not feel like it. And so that is all we have for you today. Just a quick little encouragement for you as you go about your day and plan all the holiday things as we are. And so we hope that you will join us as we when we come back next time. And we're going to be finishing out this devotional book covering days 21 through 25, leading us right up to Christmas. 